it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When you become born again, it doesn't matter your limitations. There is something you have to apply yourself to. If you don't have the word of God inside, you cannot do. Human beings are naturally programmed to destroy themselves from the day of the fall. The only way you can stop this programming is to fill yourself with the word of God. Be loaded with the word of God. You are about to listen to God's word for you from the man of God, Pastor Benjamin Asian of the Dwellers Gold Worldwide. Dwellers Gold is a word-based, spirit-filled ministry set to mentor generations for Christ in excellence. We teach you to know your stand in the presence of God, to live a practical Christian life with manifestation, giving glory to God. Get ready to receive this wisdom from God's word to build your life the God way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, I want to share with you on what I've titled, you know, it's a year of the spiritual. I want to stay on track so that by the close of the year, at least we are seeing some dimensions of spirituality in our lives. I want to share with you what I've titled, Who is Man? Who is Man? You know, because of our theme, the year of the spiritual, I want to be sure, I want to start my teaching right from the topic. It's a whole year teaching. I get to me. So I want to encourage you not to miss the teachings. If maybe something happens, something crosses your way and you not you don't come to church, make sure you get the message because it's a it's a whole year series, fifty-four Sunday series that I'll be doing. Hallelujah. And some of the Thursdays I'll be working on things. Yeah, some of the Thursdays also I'll be touching on the matters. So I want you to be connected. Because God wants to bring us to the place of spirituality. Hallelujah. So today, I'm teaching on what I've titled, Who is Man? Before you can come to the place of spirituality, before your life can be spiritual, you must understand first who you are. You must understand first that person called a man. In the first place, somebody will be like, what is this spirituality that pastor wants to bring us to and all of that stuff? Simply to be spiritual means to live a life in the spirit. To live your life in the... There are many places you can live your life. You can live your life in your mind. That is, you can live by your intellect. You can live by your certificate. You can live your life in your emotions. That is how you feel, how you sense... Those are the things that makes you react or that makes you take decisions. You see, the, 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 the determining factor of life are decisions. How will I know you? I will know you by the decisions you have taken because you are the sum of your decisions. I get what I'm talking about. You are here because of a decision you took to come here. So your presence here is a decision that has brought you here. And your presence here is your life here. So it means that your life is made up of decisions. Decisions are the very pieces of your life. Just like a cell. The cell are the pieces of our bodies. So as decisions are the very pieces that make your life relevant. So if I want to know your life, all I have to look at 
are the decisions you make. Where you go. If you go somewhere, it is a decision. If you eat anything you eat, it's a decision. Anybody you engage with, it's a decision. Anything you do, it's a decision. So if you want to control your life, if you want to take control of your life, the first place you must visit is the corridors of your decision, the storehouses of your decision, and cause a revision. If you want to change your life, you must just change your decisions. Because life is made up of what? Decisions. Are you getting what I'm talking about? See, life is made up of decisions. Very important. Where you go, what you do, how you do it, it's your decision. So you chose to do it and you are doing it. And that is your decision. And because you are doing it, it has become your life. So your continuous, the, the, the decisions you take consistently becomes your habit. It becomes your way of life. So if you want to change your life, you must look for your decisions and change those decisions that I used to go left or I've been going left. I want to change that life of the left. What are you supposed to do? Just change the decision of going to the left and start going to the right. So by changing from the left to the right is turning your life into another way. And how did it happen? By a decision. To wake up at a particular time is a decision. To sleep at a particular time is a decision. To go to school is a decision. To work, everything is controlled by this very particle of life called decision. Tell somebody decisions. So any man who knows how to make decisions will know how to live life. Any man who knows how to make decisions will know how to live life. And let me advance it and say, any man who knows how to make the right decisions knows how to live the right life. So if you are, if you, if you, if you train yourself in making the right decision, you are training your life to do the right things. So it is not automatic. Life just doesn't happen. Nobody just wakes up to be poor. Nobody just wakes up and he's sick. Nobody just wakes up and he's prosperous and success. He became what he became. Whether sick, whether poor, whether successful. By a decision. And that is his life. So if you want to change your life, she must make the right decisions. If there's a particular type of life you want to live, you must make the decisions that makes up that life. Every life is made up by a decision. So if you want to live a successful life, that is what you see ahead of you and you want to live that life. That successful life you are seeing is made up of decisions. So to go there or to live that life, you must make that type of decision, the successful decisions to make your life successful. To live the spiritual life, it's a decision. So if you want to, if you are, as you are seeing the spiritual life, you want to live that life. You read the Bible, you see the life of Jacob. You see the life of You want to live that life. Those lives were made up by decisions. So if that life is a body, the pieces that is making up that body are the decisions. 
So if you want to live that life too, you must make the decisions of spirituality in order to enter into that life. Say to somebody again, life is made up of decisions. Now let me ascend. Every man has a life. Every man. Every man, or let me put it this way, every man is living a life. If only you are a man, if only you are alive, you are alive because there is a life you are living. You cannot be alive and not be living a life. The reason why you are alive is because there is a life you are. If you are not living any life, you are dead. So you are alive because you are living a life. And you are living a life because you've been making decisions. So, if you want to stop living, where do you start from? Stop making decisions. And you stop living. And you have no life. But every man is living a life. There is a certain life you are living. And now, this year we said that we are going to live the spiritual life. So what are we going to do? We are going to find where the spiritual life is. And the decisions that makes up the spiritual life. So that we can make those decisions and live that life and be alive as spiritual people. Oh, somebody is not getting me. Are we going somewhere? Yes. So we want to we want to be spiritual because that is the life God has given us. When you become a Christian, God has not given God hasn't given you the human life. He hasn't given you the animal life. He hasn't given you any other life. The only life when you are a Christian you are permitted to live is the spiritual life. So if I say I'm a Christian, then I must look for this spiritual life that God says I should live and live that life. But how am I going to live that life? Life is lived by decisions. So I'm going to look for the spiritual decisions so I can make them and become that life that God wants me to live. So when you become a Christian, you are not going to live the spiritual life automatically. Why? Because you have a responsibility to live that spiritual life. And that responsibility is the responsibility of decisions. Tell somebody the responsibility of decisions. That is, that one is your sole right. It's your sole responsibility. Nobody takes it, nobody takes it away from you. You choose either to let, to give it to somebody or to do it yourself. So you see some, some people, their life is being controlled by others. Their decisions are being made by others. For that one, you have chosen to let others control or make decisions for you. But you can also choose to make the decisions yourself. Either of the two, you are responsible. Whether somebody made the decision for you or you made the decision yourself, God recognizes that you are the sole responsible for it. So this year, or as we live our Christian life, we want to live the spiritual life. So the question is, where is the spiritual life located? Where are the decisions of the spiritual life located so I can go and make them? There is a place you must find yourself to make the spiritual life, the decisions for the spiritual life. Because you see, they are, you don't make every decision everywhere. There are places you cannot make certain decisions. Yeah. There are, there are certain places, 
you cannot make say you can only make those decisions when you enter when you go to the place where the decision is how do i put it like for instance we are in ghana when you compare ghana to us there are certain decisions you make in ghana you will not make in us and there are certain decisions you make in us you cannot make in ghana why because the opportunities or the systems or the environment are not there so that means that decisions can also be controlled by environments. Hallelujah. I will declare you are the only God. The only God. The only Hallelujah. Can we continue? Yeah. So, we want to be spiritual, which is actually the life of God, because the Bible says that the time cometh and now is that they that worship the Father must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Look for that verse for me. I think John chapter 4, verse 23 or so. Yeah. So, God, if we want to find God, if you want to live the life of God, if you want to fellowship with God, then you cannot fellowship with God by going to school. You cannot fellowship with God by getting eight A's, by having a family, by getting married. The only way you can fellowship with God is in the spirit. And the fellowshipping with God is called the spiritual life. So if you say, I have God and I know God, then we must see some spirituality somewhere in you. Because it is the only platform to fellowship with who? God. You are not fellowshipping with God if you are not spiritual. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So simply, a spiritual man is a man who is in fellowship with God. And to be in fellowship with God is to live in the spirit because the Bible says that but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father where? Oh please, where? Oh come on, where? It said in, right? In means a location. Let's go again, where? So that means that to make spiritual decisions I must be where? In spirit. Are you following and I've already said that it is decisions that determines a life. So if I have to be in spirit to make spiritual decisions, that means that it is only in the spirit I can live the spiritual life. Oh, am I, am I, am I deducing my mathematics well? So we want to, we want to come to a place. We just don't want to come to church. Church is a physical location. It's a building. When we close and go, this place is no more let's say a church. It's, it's a school. It turns into a school. I mean, because the environment changes. So we are not talking about the place, the building. We are talking about a location that whether I am in here or in my room, I, I can still be there. So to make spiritual decisions, I have to be in the spirit because that is the only place I can worship God. Okay. Now, 
I said today we are talking about who is man. Who are you? You see, you need to understand who you are before we can you can start living so that you can be in control because God didn't create you to just live a spontaneous life. When I say spontaneous life, God didn't make create you to let things just happen to you. You're like you just wake up, sleep, things are circumstances are just happening. No. God created you to be conscious, to be part of the system. In fact, you are the boss of the system. Because when God created Adam, he says that, take dominion. He said, control everything. The plants, the animals, control everything. So you are making a mistake if your life is just happening. You are making a mistake if things are just happening around you and to you. Because that is not how God made you. God made you as the master of things. So things are not supposed to happen to you. You are supposed to happen to things. Oh, it sounds so bigger. That's that's the Bible. Because God said we should take control. So if we take control, that means we are to influence things. We should take dominion. I guess what I'm talking about. Genesis chapter 2. He created man. From verse 7 coming. And he said, take dominion over everything. That means that we are to influence everything. We are to influence the dogs, the lion. That's why even in our, in our fallen nature, we can still even, I mean, capture a lion and put the lion in a cage. As a zoo. We can capture the, as, as, as wild as the deer, as strong as the elephant, we can capture them. Why? Because it was a sovereign decree. We should happen. We should influence things. So, your life shouldn't be spontaneous. You don't just have to wake up and see something happening and you don't understand. You are living the lower life. That kind of life is the animal life. You know, biology, human beings are animals. You are not supposed to live a biological life. God wants to bring us to the spiritual life. When you just, things are just happening around you, things and you don't understand and you are just part of it, it's just happening, it's like the wind is carrying you. You are living an animal life. You are not different from the dog. You are not different from the cat. Yes. And that is not how God made us. God made us to rather influence things. Hold somebody and tell the person, don't live a spontaneous life. Tell the person, don't live a spontaneous life. Live a conscious life. Tell the person, take control. Take control. Tell the person, be the man God has made you to be. Yeah, this is not about be a man. That means bring money. Show that you are a man. No, no, this is not show that you are a man. This is show that you are of God. Yeah. And to be of God is to influence, to be in charge of your life. When something is happening, you don't like it, you change it. When something is happening, you can say, no, I don't like this one. I like this. You have that power. You have, you don't need any special oil to know that you have that power. Even in our fallen nature, I'm proving it to you. Even in our sinful nature as man, look at the worldly people who are not even born again. Look at how they are even controlling the systems. They can go to the moon, break the law of physics, break the law of gravitation, break many physics laws that we have been taught. That means they are, even in their fallen nature, they are taking control. Things are not happening spontaneously to them. How much more we who are born again, we have the extra leg in supernatural. Ah, things will not happen to me again from today. I take control. No, something shouldn't happen to you and you don't know what to do. 
you must there is something to do because it is inside you what to do to change it is inside you am i talking to somebody yes i'm sick and i don't know i'm sick i'm sick and it has killed you oh you are an animal Oh yes, I'm not insulting, but that is it. Because the animal gets sick, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do, and the animal will die. That's the animal life. But the God life, it knows what to do. Yeah, he will change the situation. If I don't like it, I'm not ready to die. Paul said that I am at a point. Paul, Paul knew that death has come, but he said I am torn between two, whether to die or to live. Hey. He said, I'm, it looks like I'm about to die, but I'm choosing whether to really die or not to die. If I die, for me, it is profitable. If I don't die to, to you, it is profitable. Okay, I choose to let you profit. He was choosing to die. This is a man who will not allow anything to happen to him. He will take control. No, you were born again. There is something in you. I said there is something in you. Yeah, you can change things. You can change things. You can change things. So let's let's go to the classroom. Are you ready to go to the classroom? Who is man? Do we have men here? Yes. If I'm talking about man, I'm talking about both. So if you're a woman today, today I've upgraded you to the status of man. Because you are a man before you became a woman. You were inside the man. So you were a man. You were pulled out and they just brought W-O. W-O means you have a womb. That's the only difference. So, womb man and non-womb man. Ah. So, the only difference between you and the man is that you have a space to carry a baby. So, you are, you are even super. Yeah, you are advanced. You are advanced technology. Yeah. You are an advanced human being. Amen. Today, I want us to be in a class a little. So, who is man? Okay, it's a question today. So, man. The man. Nipa, nipa. Nipa, nipa. Who is man? Now, man is a body of three elements. Man. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then you also, after that one, you also go to chapter 2, verse 7. And God said, now, if you want to know who a man is, this is the beginning of a man. You define everything from a source. Anything that any scientist say, any whatever they say is nonsense. Because this one has proven the test of time over billions of years. This theory has survived. I guess what I'm talking about. So this is the definition. I'm not saying this is because it's a Bible. It's in the Bible. No. Because life has proven that this one is sure. Billions of years this one was decreed. And it has survived the test of time. I guess what I'm talking about. The, the quality of a material is its longevity. Or longevity. Yes, longevity. How long it can last is what determines its quality. That's why the difference between center and original is that the center within small time now has seen started to two. But the original, no matter how center becomes like original, longevity will, will, will expose it out. Yeah. 
So that is the quality of a material. So this statement is quality because over billions of years it was declared. About, about almost six billions of years this thing happened. The scientists own it just about 4,000 years ago and it has not even been proven yet. Many people have argument, but nobody has argued with this. I guess what I'm talking about. So this is the true definition of man. Are you, are you following what I'm talking about? Yeah. God said, let us make... So the first time the name man was mentioned, this was where it was mentioned. And who mentioned it? So that means that God knows who a man is. So if you want to define a man, we must go to what God is saying about a man. God said... Let us make man. If you have a search Bible, uh, if you want Bible on the phone and you go to say when you type man, this will be the first one that will come. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, he didn't say in our likeness. After. After means in a copying. In a following. Following the way we are. Following our example. I guess I'm talking about. Okay. And let and let him let them have dominion. So I was talking about dominion over the fishes, over the sea, over the fowl, all of this. Now, this was the first decree. So let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now let's go back to the John chapter four, verse twenty-three we just read, and let's know who God is. Because if God says that He made man in His likeness, in His image, and after His likeness, then you must know the person man was made after Him. Are you, are you following what I'm talking about? Yes. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worship shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Now go back to 22. Let's see. Oh, oh. No, 24. 24. We'll get it there. 24. Now let's read. One, go. Again. Again. Okay. Go back to Genesis. Today we are going to walk home. Let us make man in our image. Image means a picture. Okay? A picture. Your picture is not you. Your picture is an example of you. It's a copy of you. I get what I'm talking about. So if God says that, let us make man in our image, he's not talking about the fact that let us make man also in a spirit. No. Image, 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 picture, not self. If you had said, let us make man in ourself, like ourself, that one you are talking about exact spirit to spirit. In our image, that means in our picture, the way we are, let us make man that way. So if we have two hands, let's make man with two hands. If we have one head, we are going to make the man like that. If we have two legs, we are going to make the man like that. After our likeness, this is where the spirit comes in. After our likeness, that means that man is going to also have an identity of a spirit. Not in our likeness. After. So if I am a spirit, then we are not going to make man like a rubber. After the type of a rubber. After the type of a clay. But after our, that means man is going to have, have also a spirit like we are spirits. How you get what I'm talking about? Okay, let's follow. Don't worry. We are downloading everything or we are recording everything. So man, we know that from this scripture, man has 
there is something like a spirit somewhere. Okay? Because John says God is a spirit. A man is being made in the image of God and after his likeness. His likeness is spirit. So man is made after like a spirit. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Now we are done with this. And the Lord God formed man of the dust. So man has appeared here. So if man has appeared here, what is the description? Dust, right? Dust of the ground and dust of the ground. So dust of the ground makes man a body. Okay? So let's put here body. Are you following? Okay. Now, now. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. So man has become a body. A body has been formed. A statue has been made like an image. So the image God talked about, it has appeared here. Now this is where the image has appeared physically. But the likeness there, because it's a spirit, it came right there. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Now, breath of life. That statement is spirit. The spirit that God talked about after our likeness. This is where God is about to... Now God has made the image. So he's about to introduce that after his likeness because he wants man to live in the soil world. So he has made man after the soil world with the clay, with the sun. The world, the earth is made up of sand and clay. And he wants man to live in the earth. If you want to create something in something, you make it with its material. I guess what I'm talking about. If you want something to be in something, you make it with the same material that thing is in. So he created man with the dust. And he breathed in man the breath of life. The breath of life is the spirit. So the spirit is here. The body is here. Now he has combined the two. And now combining the two, something happened. Like you are in the, you are in the uh, chemistry lab. You are you acid and water. There's a combustion, right? There's a reaction over there. And it says, and man became, became, became. To become means to come alive. To become means to come into a consciousness, a reality. To be awakened. To assume a position or an identity. So man became what? So that means that the soul is a product of spirit plus body giving us what? The soul. Okay. Now we are here to go deeper, so don't worry. We are here to swim deeper. So now we now we have this spirit, soul, body. This is man. So when we want to want to define you as I pull you out, as well, please come. Now this man. As you see him, he is just one. But his true self actually is this, this, this. So if you want to finish him, you must be able to finish all these three. If you want to describe him, you must know him here, know him here, know him here. If you only describe him here, you are wrong. If you only describe him here, you are wrong. If you only describe him here, you also may be wrong. So if you want to describe him, 
the three must be involved in the description. Because he is not one. He is piece, three pieces, major pieces put together and has become one. Okay, now sit down. Now I'm going to prove to you that what God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 is true. That let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now what is the likeness of God? The likeness of God is also expressed in three. Just like this. God the Father, God the Son, and God what? The Holy Spirit. So he said, just as I am expressed as God, I want the man I'm going to create also be expressed like me. So man couldn't have just been a body or else God would have been like, that statement would not be complete. Man couldn't have just been sold or else that statement. Man surely should have, should be three pieces put together. Because that is the likeness of God. God is expressed in three major elements. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And we have had encounters with all of them. The Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit who is now with us. I get it. Okay. Now we are going to go. If you are not understanding at any point, don't worry. Don't close your mind. Don't sleep. As we go on, you understand. Now, we want we, the major assignment for us today, if time permits us, is that we want to understand who a man is. We want to go to the very pieces, the very elements of what makes up a man. So that we will understand that. Because sometimes, so too, you may be a jail, but only maybe a free bar. I said, not one who I dream boom. I said, why do I dream? I said, not be a sabbath family. So it's like you are a confused person and you don't understand yourself. The major problem of a lot of people is the lack of understanding of the identity of who they are. Because yeah. if you know that you are the prince of the Ashanti kingdom, it puts a certain confidence in you. Even when you are confused, you, were, you know where to solve the confusion. I didn't get to, when you are lost, you know what to say. Who are you? I'm the prince of the Ashanti kingdom. Oh, okay, then you know what to say. When you are lost, you know what to say in order to, I mean, be found or to be relocated to where you belong. But many people don't understand themselves. They don't understand who they are as the man being created by God. The only thing they know is that they came to themselves and they were men. One time I was asking myself, why didn't I become a sheep? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why didn't I become a tree? Because it looks like now you might be coming and come here a tree, grand cabana, maybe hundred years ago. Say tree, the entire channel, sir. Come here a tree, BC, I mean, Abia, Atia Forest, sir. Cabalisa, Obia, Mehamadi. Mabay in the Panamit, my brother, what did he say? Hey, me come home, baby, and try. So you could have just appeared as a tree. The fact that you appeared as a man, you must come to understand it. You could have appeared as that chicken in your house. Chicken, I didn't hear Christmas just laughing in Kassan and Kabeb. Imagine you were chicken. You just imagine. <laughs> and I'm bad thereof. <laughs> hey! Kabana, you are dancing in somebody's soup. You're gone. If you were a man, it means there's something more. And that's what we want to, we want to locate. Now, we said man is a spirit. Man is a soul, man is a body. This one too, we don't understand. Or do you understand who a spirit, what a spirit is? Do you understand what a spirit is? You don't. Do you understand what a soul is? A body, do you understand? This one too, we don't understand. So can we break it down? 
Now can we break it down? Okay, okay. Where should I start from? Body, soul, spirit. Spirit, soul, body. Spirit, soul, body. Now, Mr. Tiffy, body, no. Yeah, body, no. Honor, and her flesh. So, body, so, body. Hold your body. Yeah. Mama, you know, Ben, and you're here. Tell me, you know, more flesh, you know. Yeah. So, let's start from the body. At least that is the one in, 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 in teaching. They say you start from the known to the unknown, right? And with the body, you can know it because you can touch it. Now, what, what is the body? The body is made up of what? Now, we know that man is made up of this. So, if you want to know man and we don't understand this, then we must know what the body is made up of. Now, with the body, we are entering into the biology class. I guess I'm talking about. Man, I'm telling you, you science, you know. And then biology class, you know. You have come back to the class. Now, the body, as you see, is divided into three sections. That is according to biology. We have the scar. We have the scar. We have the vertebrate. Vertebrate, that is your backbone. Okay? Vertebra column, your backbone. And we have your limbs. Both your hands and your legs. Limbs and linker. You realize that these three is what makes up the body. Your head. It contains everything. Your backbone. If your backbone, your vertebrate, if it breaks and it affects your spinal cord, backbone is also spinal cord. If your spinal cord is affected, that's all. You can't walk. You can't sit. You can't do anything. So if you see people are crippled, people are bedridden, it's because of the backbone. It's, the spinal cord is affected. So it makes up man. Man, you want to know a man. Man walks. Man stands. Man runs. Okay. So if you are not able to do that, we say there is a what? A disability. The reason why you see a crippled man and you don't really, you see him as a lower class of man is because something that makes up the component, a component that makes up part of the body, a major part of the body is lost. It's broken. And the limbs... You see a man without hands. You see him as one way or the other. A disability, a disabled, you want to help. Why do you want to help? Because a major part that makes up the body is gone. So you feel he or she needs help. So these are the three. The scar. When you see a madman. When you see somebody with the anywhere, that one glad is dead and gone. I guess what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now the soul. I think the soul shouldn't be difficult because I've been talking about the soul. But for the sake of those who probably will be their first time. The soul is made up of what? The will. The what? The emotions. And the what? And the mind. So these are the three that makes up the so the way. Decisions. Decisions. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll show you something here. If decision is the center of the will, it means that a greater component of your life is controlled from this area. But I'll come there. I don't want to miss my direction. Okay. The emotions, your feelings, your senses, there are five senses of the body. What are they? Taste, hearing, sight, feeling, smell. Five senses. It's important. If you cannot feel, if you cannot smell, if you cannot taste, 
Obisiasi mididia menu vinyamine. I realized that during the corona, it was one of the symptoms. When you eat and you are not tasting anything, it means that there's something wrong. So it's a major part. The mind, it controls your intelligence. It controls your understanding, your ability to understand. Your ability to study. It's controlled by here. So the mind, I get what I'm talking about. Now, the spirit. I, I believe, at least, these ones... You are, you are relating because these ones are normal day to day things your life is engaged in. Now, what is the spirit? The spirit is also three. The first one, consciousness. So let me write conscious. Two, intuition. Atinka. Inya atinka bitters. Atinka. Okay. And, Three, communion. Communion or worship. Or relationship. Your ability to relate with somebody. Your ability to see that you need somebody around. Every man, every person needs somebody around. Because man is a relational being. Everybody needs a connection. A certain somebody either higher or somebody lower he can influence. Somebody higher he can copy or be influenced by. And somebody lower he can influence. It represents worship, communion. And it's found in the spirit. And you realize that these things, you cannot explain them. You don't know why you think you need somebody. But at a certain point of your life, you say, hmm, where have got into there? I think man shall not live alone. Man shall find somebody. So you, you, you can't explain, but it looks like at that stage, no matter how you want to fight it, it's like you, you want to, you, you see her, nah, nah, something happens to you. But you, you are, you are, you want to put everything together and be disciplined. But anytime you see that particular lady, you want to draw near, you want to commune, you want to relate, you want to get a certain current flowing. You don't understand. Because it is in the spirit. Oh, how many of us have come to that place before? Oh, come on, don't be too spiritual. You see, come there. In fact, that thing is spiritual. The fact that you can feel that you need some. That place, that feel is not here. It's not here. It's not here. That one is here. Because you can't control it. The one here, you can control it. When you feel angry, you can't control it. Last, you can control. But this one here, it's not like you just want to have sex with the person and damn the person. It's like, I want to marry you and make you mine. I, I want to live forever with you. I feel like there is a current. That thing, that thing is communion, is worship, is relationship. Because you either want to draw from her or also pour in her. Oh... My God. Okay. I hope you have felt it before. How many of us have gone to that? Okay, maybe we have some lower class people here. So they like, but I'm telling you so that when you get to that point, you now start binding demons. It's natural. Go and marry. Hallelujah. You see, at a point, you get to a point, eh? Oh, binding and binding. Go oh, yeah, three days fasting. Still, the feeling is there. Matter, it is worship. Go and worship. <laughs> Go and worship. Go and worship. Aye. What binding is, ah. 
Why three days fasting? Why quite two months? If I didn't hear me, I say, but some person, my mistress, has to be. My son, my mistress, say, just go and see a lady and say, I love you. Or go and see a man and say, Will you marry me? I want to marry you. Amen. So that place is a spiritual thing. Then we have the intuition. I think. I go out to say something is around. Something is you cannot explain it. But you 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 that's what we be see. How many of us have come there before? We have we have we've we've had that before. Oh please, church, come alive. How many of us have been there before? I want to see your hand. Okay. If you have not been there before, it means you have a problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you oh dear, oh dear, oh yeah, more dose. Yes, in so many basis, yes, ten. Uh-huh. What to be that you burn a five, but won't it be that you have more dose? Because this is a natural thing that makes you as a man. It's part if you have no access here, it means your life is only within here and here. Now, we want to understand because we want to live that spiritual life this year. Are we going somewhere? So this is intuition. I think I like as you are there. You feel like get up and go. You feel like it's time to do this. You feel like ah, as my brother, I mean, I must do better. It's an intuition, and it comes into your instinct. Like oh, oh, I'm not be done. Say no. You have delayed too much in life. No. By this time, you must be going this way. No. By this time, you must be studying or doing this. You see. That thing that comes to you, you don't understand where it comes from. And you can do everything to share it off for that day, but it will come again. It will come, it will keep coming up for a long time. You cannot control it. That is intuition. And we have consciousness, your ability to stay focused. It makes you a man. Ability to, if you do not, if you are easily distracted consistently, your spirit has been attacked. If you are easily, if you don't feel anything, what you are brabo, no interfere, just oh, quand is so cold, and I came on is so cold, oh, sorry, and it's all the deal, so just say, oh, interfere, hey, now I hear you are under attack here. Actually, we are done in our point here, and I say, you are gone. This place has been attacked. If you are there, you don't feel like relating with anybody. I mean, you are just walking around this world solo. You're just going like that. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to relate with anybody. You don't want to say. You don't want to learn from anybody. You don't want anybody to learn from you. You are under attack. Here. You have tied it to an hero country. You are killing away. It's gone. Because this. It's what makes you yours. You look for this. Check your focus. Are you focused on something? If you are fo- if you realize that you are focused on something, I say you are going somewhere, it means this one is working. If you realize, I say, you get intuitions to take certain steps. And who takes steps in this world? By the time you realize, it's like, it's true. Like, BBBC, nobody has told you, no, but who's oh, sorry for you? Something like, get up, get who's oh, sorry for you? And then see. It shows that this one is like your spirit is working. This place, if you are there, you feel like getting to learn from somebody, relating with people, letting others also learn from you, helping others at a point where you know that, oh, I think I have to relate with somebody, I have to get closer to somebody. It means your spirit is working. So this is how you get to know 
that your spirit is working. Because you see, you cannot put your hands inside yourself and say, ah, my spirit is not working. No. <laughs> so the only way is this. This is part of a man. This place, your will. Do you take decisions? When you wake up, do you take decisions? Do you think of taking a decision or doing something? You see, the, the, the issue is that this one mostly works so automatic that if you don't take it, this one makes you a robot. These three. It makes you a robot. This one makes you a statue. But this one makes you live life. Oh, somebody's not getting it. This one makes you a robot. This one makes you a statue. This one makes you live life. Because this is where life was made to live. From Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. So a true man is a man who knows how to live life from here. A fallen man is a man who lives life from here. So, for the sake of recording, a true man is a man that the original man God made in, the, in God's mind is a man who knows how to live life from the spirit. A fallen man is a man who lives his life in the soul. Falling, falling for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. A dead man is a man who lives life here. So, with this, it takes me into letting you know that there are three classes of man. There are three classes of man. The first class of man is called the natural man. Everybody, let's go. There. Again, there. Again, there. Are we learning? Are we happy you are in class? You must know yourself. This one, they don't teach it in class 6 or in university. They only teach it in the presence of God. The second man is the carnal man. The what? The what? Again, the what? The carnal. And the third one is the spiritual man. The what? Again, the what? Okay. Now, who is a natural man? A natural man is a man who is not born again and therefore lives his life here. More here and little here. Uh, can I clean this? Do you have the dust? Can I clean this? Can I, you've gotten a picture. Why did I start? Okay, clean it. So the natural man is a man who lives his life more body plus so so the natural the natural the kana the spiritual So the natural man is a man that lives his life more body plus soul. 
He's not born again. He doesn't know Jesus. Not born again. Give me the scripture. Give me the scripture. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Let me borrow your keyboard, okay. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. The carnal man, okay, 2.14. Listen, watch it. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit. Because he's not, his life is far from the spirit side. He's not conscious. He's not intuitive. He's not worship. He doesn't have worship or communion. He doesn't have the spirit. He, I mean, he doesn't live from the spirit. It's not receiving not the things of the spirit of God, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. So this one, he's not actually even talking about your human spirit itself, the spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually descended. I mean, they are not born again. The carnal man, he is born again, but he lives his life still here. Body, soul, and mostly more so. The carnal man. Many times, the carnal man many times looks like the spiritual man because he's born again. And the reason he looks like the spiritual man is because mostly the soul looks like the spirit. You realize that the examples of the soul, the will, the emotions, the mind, they were a copy just almost like the consciousness, the intuition, and the worship. For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any twigs, or piercing even to the dividing center of the soul and the spirit, and of the joint and marrow. Now, your joint and your marrow, they are very, it's very difficult to identify them. You need an expert to be able to separate the joint and the marrow and not mix the two. That is why if you want to become a surgeon as a medical doctor, after seven years, you have to go for another two or three years. So it's what, about ten years just to separate the joint and the marrow. Because they are so much together that you need an expert eyes to slice it without cutting into any of them. It's the same with the soul. That's why he said that it is the word of God that can help you to separate say that this is soul, not a spirit, although it is behaving like a spirit. This is spirit, not a soul. And you'll be able to identify them. So, the carnal man lives like that. He has confused the spirit and the soul. So, he's actually living the soul thinking like he's living the spirit. It's a carnal man who says, I feel like, I feel like, I think like, I want to. I want to. It is me. That is how I am. That's the language of the carnal man. I want to. I just wanted to. I'm, I'm just going. The carnal man. It's me, me, me. From, from the way. From the emotions. From the mind. I think. This is my thought. I've said my mind. The carnal man. The carnal man. Yet he's born again. 
He speaks in tongues. He sings worship. Plays instrument. Falls under the anointing. They touch. Can a man fall? They fall under anointing a lot. I'm not saying if you fall under you can or not. But you see, because the soul is emotional, the little in the atmosphere is like, ah, they are falling. So they are born again. They are with us in church. But everything is about me, me, my will. I think, I will, my mind, everything. But yet, they are in church. They pray with us, speak in tongues with us. Do everything. Some have even become church leaders. Some have even become pastors. But they are still in the Canaan. The most difficult thing to do is to differentiate between a carnal man and a spiritual man. Just like to differentiate between the soul and the spirit or to differentiate between the joint and the marrow. Very difficult. Because they look just like the spiritual man. But the only way to differentiate is the word of God. That's it. Am I, am I teaching somebody? Are we learning here? Okay. The spiritual man is Spirit. That's all. Spirit. He lives his life from the spirit. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have mind, will, emotions. It doesn't mean he doesn't have body. He has. But what it means is that these two doesn't control. It is this that controls these two. Here, it's like he lives his life. These two are controlling his decisions. Here, these two are controlling his decision. More of this. Here, more of this. But here, it is this that is controlling this. Remember I said that life is made up of what? Oh, come on. Life is made up of what? Again, life is made up of what? So, so the natural man, it is his body that makes the decision. And his soul. Here, it is body and moral soul. Here, it is just his spirit that is making this. He makes decisions from his intuition, from his consciousness, from his worship or relation or communion. Are we getting what I'm talking about? Are we following? Yeah. I want us to ascend. Now we've been ascending. If you have not been ascended, uh, we are not with TMS, then you ascend in your room. Amen. Now I want us to ascend the last, let's take the last step. Are we following? Are we following? Now, in this world, in this world, in the class of man, there are not all, there are now seven, they say about approximately seven billion people in this world. These seven billion people in the world, they are grouped into two. They are two types of men. Not every man is like the other. There are two groups, okay, let me say two groups of men in this world. Two groups of men. Now, let me give you the scripture for uh, the canal, the, where's my book? Now, the canal one, you can write the scripture, Romans chapter 8, verse 5 to 8. Now, you can give, give me that scripture. I think that, and the spiritual man is Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Okay, so for those who are according to the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. Now remember, when you say flesh, when the Bible says flesh, it is this plus this, body plus soul. When you say body, body is just only the physical organs. Okay, but when you say flesh, so when the Bible says flesh, it's talking about your, your emotions with your body. 
Okay. So those who are according to the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Move on. For to be carnally minded is death. So here is death. Here too is death. Because if you are a robot, you are what? You are dead. I only have to unplug you and that's all. You are dead and you are alive. Remember I said soul life is robot. Body life is what? Death. And this and this is soul life and body life. A robot life and body life. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Do you want life? Do you want life in your finances? Do you want life in your business? Life in your schooling? Life in your future? You need the spirit life. Do you want peace? Peace. The, the, the foundation of every life is peace. If, you, if we say you are blessed, it's because there is peace in your life. You are not blessed because you have money. You are not blessed because you built houses. Because somebody has built houses, he has never slept on any of the bed in the houses. He sleeps on the floor. Yeah. So to be blessed is to have peace. And that is from, it happens when you live your life here. That's why this year, you want to come there. So that you grow as you grow. Because the world will not give you peace. Jesus said, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives it. Peace cancel or whatever. United peace, whatever. They will never give you peace. It is only Jesus that gives peace. And peace, if you want, G, if you want the peace of Jesus... You need to live. So that means that the spiritual life is not an option. It's a must. It's a must. Or else you'll be a confused entity roaming about with no description. It's a must that you live the spiritual life. Because that is the center of peace. That is the center of the blessings of God. That is the center of the glory of God. And if you call yourself a Christian, you have no option than to be in the place of the spirit man. See, I'm a spirit man. See, I live the spiritual life. You have no option. You have no option. You have no option. So you must start training and rehearsing. Journey yourself here. You must rehearse. Refine yourself and be here. Or else you are confused. You will enter heaven and you wonder the kind of life you lived. What happened to me, oh God? Peace is not when you are bought fried rice. Or when somebody has taken you to the mall. Because after the pizza, you are come to cry. Peace is whether pizza or gobe. I'm at home. I'm at rest. I have no bed in no way. can be drinking soakings and still happy. You are dancing. I don't believe in God. So soakings, I don't know. Somebody is eating father pizza or timo osu. Oh, yakusu. I tell you, it is not in the abundance of things. Is in here to be carnally minded is there, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Move on, let's finish it up. Oh Jesus, give me time. Because the carnal mind is enmity, the most one of that dangerous thing. If you live here, here, you are an enemy of God. God will attack you, God will rebel you, God will repel you. The Bible says that for he resisted the proud. Ah, imagine God giving you peg. Hey. Why would bother? Imagine God Himself. I say, I'll peg Him. You, you will never go forward. A moment, I'll come for one billion. The billion will go into the drain. Yeah. 
if God pegs your life, ha, may you never come there. May you never be an enemy of God. May God not take a decision to resist you. Hey! For God to resist you. I tell you. Yes, for God to be an enemy of God, you are never in that class. I say you will never be in that class. I see, he said, a carnal man. The mind is man. So let's see it that way. It's enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. Now, let me come. So I just wanted to show you the scripture. Now give me, let's close with this. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. We are closing with this. We are closing with this. We are closing with this. Now I said that there are two groups of men, two types of men. The first group, they are called the earth men. Or the earth man. The first person is called the earth man. And the second person is called the Lord man. Or the heaven man. So, as you go, there's among the seven billion people, God, in the eyes of God, he groups us into two. The earth man and the heaven man. Now, let's look at who the earth man is. And who the heaven. This is reality. In fact, I'm, this not, I'm not talking. This is not talking. This is not lecture. This is who actually what life is. It's either you are an earth man or you are an heaven man. That's who you are. That's how it is. So in this life, it's like, I mean, how the racist people see it. It's either you are white or black. If you are black, you are black. You cannot change. If you are white, you, are, you cannot change. So it's either you are an earth man or a heaven man. Now let's look at what makes you an earth man and what makes you. A heaven man. As it is written, the first man, if there is first, that means there is what? Second. Oh. If there is first. He didn't say the man, Adam. He said the first man. If there is first, it means there's a second somewhere. And we are going to look for the second. Now listen to me. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. And Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 said it. Are we okay? Do you get it? So the first man was made in the garden of Eden. The last. Oh. The beautiful thing. He didn't say the second. The last means that it is finished. <laughs> so there's not going to be a third. Oh. Are we doing mass in this out? That means there's no. If you have said the second man. It means I'll have to go and look for the third one. And see if it is better than the second. But after saying the first, I thought he was about to say the second, but he ended there, he said the last. So there is a first man, and there is a last man. They are first men, and they are last men. Now let's look at them. Who are they? The last Adam. They are all Adams. Adam means man. So don't, for, don't, don't forget, Adam is equal to man. Adam means clay, son, man. So they are all Adams, but one is, and one is fast. So let's see whether you want the first or you want the last. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. So now we've categorized them. One is the living soul. One is a quickening spirit. So that means that two men, these two men are not the same. They can never be the same. Their elements can never be the same. And their thoughts can never be the same. They are two different classes of men. It's like talking about, talking about iPhone and Android. They are never the same, although the two of them are phones. It's never the same. No matter how you, 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 it's never the same. So iPhone is an iPhone. Android is an Android. Android operates with Google 
uh, iPhone operates with iOS. Yet their their part is different, but yet they are performing an equal or maybe an equal I, I mean assignment, but on a different trajectory or on a different path. Now let's look at it. Move on. However, that which is spiritual was not first. Kai, Kai, Kai. That which is here. It is not the first Adam that is here. But that which is natural. So we say that the first one, he is here. The first Adam that God made, because of the fall, he entered into here. The natural and the canon, he entered here. He says, the first one who is Adam, because of his disobedience, he is not this. So if you are leaving the first Adam, he can never be here. But that which is natural, and afterward, that which is spiritual. Move on. The first man is the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Now the second man, the reason why he, he chose second is that he has already told that that's the last. So, so I have a pastor second is here because he has already told you that he's the last one. If I say first and last, and later I come and say, okay, take the first one and, and the second one, bring it to me. I'm talking about the last one. Bring the last one to me. Are we getting it? So the first man, move on, no, where, where we are. Move. Yeah, okay. The first man is of the earth, earthy. So the earthy man, he's the first man. The first man is called the earthy man. And the second man is the Lord from heaven. So the second man is a heaven man. So the first man came from the soil. The second man came from heaven. The first man came from sun and clay. The second one came from the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Let's read the last verse. We'll continue this one next week. And is the earthy such as they also? Oh, Jesus. He said, As is the earthy such as they also that are earthy. That means such as they also that are of the first man. As the earth is sun and clay. Sun and clay. There is earthworm in sun and clay. There is parasite in sun and clay. Microorganism in sun and clay. That is why I get sick. That is why virus enter me. That is why parasites enter me. That is why I can get malaria from bacteria because bacteria is in the soil. Parasites are in the soil. Viruses find themselves in the earthly things. So as is the earthy, such are they also that are the earth. What do they do to the earth? They step on it. Because I am earthy. That is where I have chosen to live. So as long as we stand, we we step on the sand on the earth. The snake eats the earth. That's why the snakes have been biting my life. Who is the snake? The serpent, the dragon, the devil. That's why he has been eating away my life. He has been eating my finances because that's the life I'm living. Earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they that are the heavenly. The snake is not in heaven. The snake cannot eat the heaven. Can the snake swallow the clouds? Can the parasite swallow the clouds? They are rather even swallowed by the clouds. I'm above. The heaven man is above. And that heaven man is this man. That earthy man is this man. Where do you belong? Where do you belong? Are we, are we describing man well? There are two groups of man. 
Which one are you? Let's close our eyes. We believe you have been blessed by the word this day. If you wish to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, kindly say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross for my sins and rose again for my justification. I receive you this day into my heart and I declare that from today you are the Lord of my life. I surrender all to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm yours forever. Beloved, if you pray this prayer, then congratulations. You are now born again. To receive more of God's word from this ministry, like and follow Pastor Benjamin Asian on Facebook and YouTube. You can also download and log on to the Audio Rhema app. Search for Pastor Benjamin Asian and enjoy a barrage of spirit-filled messages tailored just for you. God richly bless you.